name is UU Todd Phillips, the golden voice of the great Southwest. And once again, you're listening to Loafer's Glory, the hobo jungle of the mind. These harmless, delightful wanderers, only a stupid churl would think of interfering with them, for they are the one, one of the few romantic elements that are left to us in this retrogressive age of machines. They are an object lessened in a sordid, money-grubbing age, king of gold bags. A gypsy has forgotten more about the art of living than you will ever learn. A penniless, begging gypsy might well feel a sorrow and a pity for you. back again. Myself, Utah Phillips, Steve Baker, who once again is twisting the knobs. That was the Borsdorf we were listening to. He mixed in all those wonderful train sounds when he made that up. The little recitation I stumbled through at the beginning is from Bart, Bart Kennedy, the, the tramp, the hobo philosopher, tramp philosopher from the 1890s. He wrote a wonderful book of his uh, observations, and that's one of the best. Sounds like it could have been uh, written yesterday, doesn't it? Well, a surprise for me, and a surprise, I hope, for you, uh, we have a, a, a new underwriter for this program, and a very unusual one, logical in its way. The National Hobo Association out of Nisswa, Minnesota, has decided to help support this program and, um, and stimulate some interest in, I guess, in riding freight trains. They put out the Hobo Times. It's Buzz Potter and his crowd up in Nisswa, uh, train riders, past and present, people who love the trains. If you're interested in learning more about the National Hobo Association, you can write to P.O. Box 706, Nisswa, N-I-S-S-W-A, Minnesota, 56468. Okay? And, uh, yeah, plug into them. That, that, that's, a, that's a pretty good outfit. Uh, they're, they're way out on the edge, way out on the edge. Uh, that's not the only hobo organization, by the way. It's the one that I trust and get along with the best. There is HOBO down in uh, Kansas City. Uh, HOBO stands for uh, Help Our Brothers Overcome. Uh, and that's Liberty Justice, former king of the hobos and, and a pretty good singer, you know, a good, good songwriter. But he got this cockamamie idea about uh, having a big jungle, big, big... Uh, uh, camp down there in Kansas City and negotiating with the railroads about riding freight trains. Uh, Liberty Justice said, a friend of mine sent me a clipping from the paper in Kansas City, he said, see, if they'll agree to let us ride the trains, which we're going to do anyway, we'll agree not to damage or pilfer anything on their trains. And we don't do those things now anyway. We'll also promise to help them stop anyone else doing those things. Well, now that means that they want to hire on as cinder dicks. Not only that, unpaid labor cinder dicks. I mean, that's, that's a unique kind of scabbing, I think. It's a bad idea. Talk about knocking the romance out of anything. Going to work for the railroad for the privilege of riding freight trains is, is really out on the edge. One of the great kings of the hobos I'll be spending next weekend with is named Luther the Jet. Former king out of the, the convention in Britt, Iowa. That's where I'm a grand duke of hobos. Luther the Jet, he 
He pens a great song. He pens any number of great songs. He doesn't play an instrument, but he's got a very, very fine uh, and accurate ear. Listen to Luther the Jet, King of the Hobos, singing his White Mountain Grinder. Now the following is the story of a grinder, a sharpener of scissors and knives, as some might say. He worked the hills and valleys of New Hampshire, and he started out from battle at the first of May. Then when his summer's work was over, he took a long vacation way down south. I mean right below the Massachusetts line where the living was something better than hand to mouth. Just as soon as the sugar started to boil, he caught a long Connecticut Valley freight from Greenfield to Bernardston and on up to Keene right to the middle of the Granite State. The housewives were glad to see him coming, but to each and every one these words he'd say, I'll make your life less dull and I'll relieve you of some money, but I gotta get over to Bannett the first of May. My old pal Joe Mullins from over in Hiram, he'll help me out and do the best he can, for he's an old conductor and apart from yours, truly the greatest sharpener that ever was in the land. Along the road from Fabian's up to Whitefield, the carriage trade holds its summer sway. We'll stop at all the restaurants and fine hotels, and they'll pay us each a dollar and more a day. There's roast beef and venison and mutton, and cuts of ham and pork, both fat and lean, and goose and duck and chickens and enormous fat turkeys just waiting for the knife to cut them clean. We'll ride the pusher all the way up to Fabian's with the Mountain Division boys, it's all okay. And with old Joe Mullins along, there's never the hint of any trouble, but we gotta get over to Babbitt the first of May. Now along came the turning of the season. I think it was in the spring of autumn four. The grinder was detained by a housewife in Bath and failed to make his circuit door to door. With only days to go before his meeting, the moments vanishing at a fearsome rate, he caught a job to Plymouth where with great relief he spied a boxcar on the early morning freight. By the banks of the beautiful Pemigewasset, his palatial accommodation rolled along. But a sudden stop out in the woods brought him charging up to the fireman, and here he sang a most unusual song. His remarks were such as might have scorched the ballast, for with grand impatience he was heard to say, Where the hell's your shovel? Get this old tea kettle rolling. I gotta get over to bat at the first of May. Now the shovel wasn't a fraction of the problem. It was a washed-out bridge that kept the crew from home. So the grinder walked to Lincoln, and he caught an empty logger, and off across the mountains began to roam. I have to tell you, it was one hell of a shortcut, ten logging racks behind a bouncing shay. But he walked into Bemis through the year's last snow, and he made it over to Batlet the first of May. Now along the ghostly railroads of New Hampshire, there operates many a long and ghostly train, with many a ghostly bow that's gone to one last ride and never shall traverse the land again. Still along the banks of the Pemigewasset, if you listen, you may hear an echo say, 
Where the hell's your shovel? Get this old tea kettle rolling. I gotta get over to Matlet the first of May. Still along the banks of the Pemigewasset, if you listen, you may hear an echo say, Where the hell's your shovel? Get this old tea kettle rolling. I gotta get over to Matlet the first of May. Oh, yeah, Luther the Jet. Now, that was recorded at an outdoor gathering, a hobo gathering, a big camp there at Marquette, Iowa, uh, last year. That's why it's got that curious echo on it. So many times I I need to play field recordings, and uh, I don't know how to use real sophisticated equipment, so you just got to put up with uh, whatever it is I'm able to harvest. Part of those gatherings, of course, is to for the tramps and the hobos to to share news about how the trains are running, what yards are hot, um, what yards have mean bulls, or where the town cops will come in and, and, and put you to work playing the county's game of rock hockey. Um, then you talk about jobs that are that are down the line, places that play good, pay good, cafes that you shouldn't work at. You're going to you're going to get up a road stake when you boom into a fresh town, maybe by uh, swamping, which is to say uh, mopping out the bar, cleaning out the bar at night, or pearl diving in a cafe, uh, washing dishes, burning holes in your hands with a very often very harsh lye soap. I think that the worst job I ever had tramping was in Yellowstone, where I was pearl diving in the kitchens. And uh, part of my job was to take a, a mop, and go out to the three-sided enclosure that our garbage cans was in and uh, scare the bears away, make a lot of ruckus. Meanwhile, the, the tourists were sitting up there in the dining room looking out down on me doing this as a kind of floor show. Uh, other common job, of course, when it's in a season, always was uh, uh, apple knocking, uh, picking fruit. It has its own hazards, however. For instance... You take, you pick your apples, you throw them into a big bin, and you get paid for uh, each bin when it's full. Um, and it has a specified uh, dimension. But without telling you, of course, the owners of the orchard will make those bins a little bit uh, larger so that you're actually working harder for less. Other industrial hazards in, in apple knocking, well, you got la- ladder foot, leaf eye thwap, and double thwap in uh, tramp parlance. Ladder foot, well, you've got uh, round steps on the on the step ladders they're dowels and so they really really uh, uh hurt your instep after a while leaf eyes when you're up there in a tree and there you reach for an apple and there's a leaf exactly parallel to your line of vision so you don't see it and it stabs you in the eye uh, you, you push a branch aside to get an apple and let go of it and thwap. It hits you in the side of the head. And, of course, if you dodge back, it comes back and thwaps you in the other side of the head. So that's ladder foot, leaf eye, thwap, and double thwap. You watch out for them. Let's uh, let's listen to a, an old one. This was recorded, or this was uh, well, recorded by a talking machine company, and then it was played. I played this and recorded it off of a hand crank Victrola uh, from the, the late 1920s. Hobo Jack Turner and the Bowery Bum. Friends, hobos, and Bowery Bums, I want to introduce you to the best bum in the world, and that's me. I slept on the stations, I slept on the rails, on tables, in stables, and in foggy old jails. I slept on a mountain, I slept in a trench, 
But the place I love best is a park on a bench. There's one thing I hate, and that's working for bread. To stand with a shovel, I'd rather be dead. If there was a law that you must work or blow, I'd jump in the river a long time ago. Dear bim bim bum bam, what a big bum I am. I want you to know I'm the best hobo man. They've thrown me from boxcars, they've thrown me from barns, from housetops, from barrooms, from hotels and farms. They've thrown me in snowstorms, in downpours of hail, but the worst was the time I was thrown into jail. When I was a boy, that's a long time ago, a man had me clear up his sidewalk of snow. He gave me a dime and a nickel, that's all. So I shoveled the snow right back into his hall. Here bim bim bum bam, what a big bum I am. I want you to know I'm the best hobo man. I've traveled all over this country, no doubt. From east through the west, round the north and the south. I've rolled in the mud like a turtle at play. And didn't take a bath yet since Armistice Day. I never was rich and I don't care to be. But if I woke up with a million, you see, I'd give up my castle, my servants and wife, to be just a bum for the rest of my life. Here bim bim bum bam, what a big bum I am. I want you to know I'm the best hobo man. Each side, west side, all around the town. The Bowery bums you can always see Shuffling up and down Some of them are sober While others can't see where they walk And they bounce their heads every evening On the sidewalks of New York isn't that a lovely voice? Hobo Jack Turner, 1929. I just came down from Portland riding on the cushions this trip. I did an annual benefit for Sisters of the Road, which is a, a street cafe. It's on the Skid Road in Portland. It's been going now about 20 years. In fact, they'll celebrate their 20th anniversary in November, and I intend to go up for that. It's a cafe that, that serves hot, prepared meals, you order at the counter, and then you're waited on at the table. And this is a cafe for people living on the street, for homeless people, people just booming in on the freight trains. Now, some pretty hard cases. The food is good, and it's cheap. It's about a dollar and a half for a meal. If they were the ones who fought the battle to get it so people could use food stamps to get hot, prepared meals. They do a lot of other things. They, they, they're practitioners of nonviolence. It's a nonviolence atmosphere. Let me tell you how that what what that does. You get you get people come in there who are the bully in the neighborhood, the bully on the block, down in the in the camp underneath the railroad bridge, um, who have that that persona of uh, of nobody's gonna I'm gonna strut my stuff and take no guff. 
They come in and behave like that way in, in Sisters of the Road, and they're asked to leave. Everybody asks them to leave. After a while, they get the notion that they can come into Sisters of the Road and drop that facade, drop that because it's not necessary. They don't need it to get through the world. They're in a completely safe place, and everybody eventually gets to, to understanding that. You can always find it. You walk up, up two blocks from the train station, you'll see a sandwich board out on the sidewalk with a, a white circle. And inside of her are three black X's. That's the old hobo hieroglyphic for you can get a meal here. Uh, tramps used to scratch that on, on uh, fence posts, uh, gate posts, to let other tramps come and buy that this is a place where you could get a, get a good meal. Places place uh, is called Sisters of the Road because of Boxcar Bertha. And Boxcar Bertha, well, she started tramping when she was 15 years old. Tramped for 15 years. Uh, when she was uh, 30 years old, that was in 1937, she sat down and she dictated her autobiography to, to Ben Reitman. It's the, uh, it's the uh, autobiography of a, of a woman tramp. She's the one who coined the term Sisters of the Road. Now, here's a song about a lady tramp. Now, there was a musical many, many years ago that featured this song and featured a lady tramp. Uh, but... As, as the song got better and better known, the verses that introduced it, were, people stopped singing them. And finally, uh, the word tramp took on a pejorative meaning. Well, I'm going to play a, the original version of that, um, done by Sophie Tucker, The Lady is a Tramp. She's wined and dined on mulligan stew. And never wished for turkeys. She's hitched and hiked and drifted too from Maine to Albuquerque. Alas, she missed the Beaux-Arts ball. And what is twice as sad? She was never at a party where they honored Noel Cass. Society, she says, is much too fast. Preferring her Bohemia first and last. She gets too hungry for dinner at eight. She likes the theater, but never comes late. She never bothers with people she hates. That's why the lady is a tramp. She don't like crap games with barons and earls. Won't go to Harlem. In ermine and fur Won't dish the dirt With the rest of the girls That's why the lady is a tramp She likes the free, fresh Wind in her hair Life without care She's broke, it's old Hates California Cause it's cold and it's damp That's why the lady is a tramp She goes to cold The beach is divine She goes to Baldwin The beaches are fine She follows Winston And reads every line That's why the lady is a tramp she likes the prize fight 
that isn't a fake. She loves the rowing on Central Park Lake. She goes to opera, stays wide awake. That's why the lady is a tramp. She likes the green grass under her shoes. What can she do? She's flat, that's that. She's all alone when she lowers her lamp. That's why the lady is a Sophie Tucker, my mother's favorite singer. Now, that's a whole different song now, isn't it? You can think about that song in a whole different way. You know, see how she coins that wonderful phrase in there, Hobohemia. Wow, I'll hang on to that one. Well, back to Sisters of the Road here. It's a phenomenal place. Uh, all the things that they teach and they do for the people in the neighborhood. Now, for instance... Um, there, there was a campaign to get walkers for people who found it very difficult to walk, uh, older people with uh, disabilities. Sisters of the Road went to the grocery stores and got grocery carts for walkers so that folks can go through the alleys and pick up the uh, old wine bottles and beer bottles and recycle them for a little additional source of income. That's very creative thinking. And, of course, the wine is all pervasive, and I was tramping a lot. I used to call that doorway wine, old screw top. Nobody ever carried a corkscrew with them. There was, uh, in the northwest, the white Pomerel. In the lower Midwest, it would have been Sweet Rosie O'Grady, the High Plains Night Train. And, of course, uh, you've got your, um, your uh, Mogan Davin, Mad Dog 2020, um, well, on and on. You know, there's any any number of different kinds. I think that my favorite, and by the way, this is fortified wine. If you're going to panhandle for booze, you get you get something that's been fortified up to about 19 or 20 percent alcohol, whatever the whatever the uh, the law will allow. Uh, heavy sweet wine, but you use it kind of as food. You know, you use the sugar in it uh, to help keep you warm. Um, Favorite was Wild Irish Rose, made by the Richards Company in Canandaigua, New York. W-I-R, Wild Irish Rose. Why, I've run into old tramps from Buffalo and further west, along the freeway there in New York City, crawling on their elbows and on their knees, trying to get to Canandaigua, New York, so they could be buried outside the Wild Irish Rose factory. I was a... me and a bunch of people were sharing a, a heating grate, a, a heating vent out behind a, a dry cleaners in Seattle and because uh, it was warm there. We threw the Frisco circle. I mean, we drew a circle, and everybody threw their loose change into it from the shadows, so you, you couldn't see uh, who had any money. We sent one person up to fetch the wine, and while they were up doing that, I took out my chalk. I, I, I like to scriven. I was a scrivener. I like to scrawl epithets and poems on blank walls and on sidewalks. And I scrawled this poem on the wall, a paean to Wild Irish Rose. We'll drink to the rose that Barbary Ellen grew, and the last rose to bid the summer fond adieu, and all the dear companions like roses faded now, but the rose within my glass is the last time will allow. Your ruby anesthetic will dull the sullen truth as we live in faded elegance beyond the dreams of youth. 
yet dreaming still of other things, though not so fair or fine. We sleep entwined with Morpheus in the painless arms of wine. Some will lead the cripple, and some will lead the blind, but what of alms for him whose wound is of the mind? Oh, he will find release with the maid who bids him sup, for she has left a lover's kiss within the beggar's cup. And through all the storms that find us on the other side of life, she's been the bum's confessor, she's been the hobo's wife. And ere the book is finished, as the final pages close, I'll toast one fond remembrance to my wild Irish rose. Well, here's a song about the other side of that wine. Steve Gillette and Charles John Quarto, Grapes on the Vine. There are songs that birds don't sing to people. There are secrets that keep right through to the end. There are heroes that hide until forever. And I'm singing this song for one of them. He's the man that you passed on the road there The one with his life on the loose Going either somewhere or nowhere Going without me, without you But he is this world's constant orphan Traveling out his long time Living on apples from orchards And dying from grapes on the vine You can find him in big city winters Down where the mission bell cries And the sorrow echoes through summer As he tries to close all his eyes and dream of his railroad existence As if it were some kind of dream As if the extent of the distance Were what his heart would call him You can find him in Pittsburgh at Christmas You can find him in Buffalo in June and he knows all the back roads between them Like a gypsy, he knows the moon And it's Route 22 all over again Stick your thumb out and try to look like somebody's friend Look strong at the man, mild at the girl And puzzled at the rest of the world he is this world's constant Traveling out his long time Living on apples from orchards And dying from grapes on the vine He is this world's constant orphan Traveling out his long time Living on apples from orchards And dying from grapes on the vine
We walked along a road in Cumberland and stooped because the sky hung down so low. And when we ran away from London, we went by little rivers in a land just big enough. And nowhere that we went was far. The earth and the sky were close and near. And the old hunger returned, the terrible and obscure hunger that haunts and hurts Americans and makes us exiles at home and strangers wherever we go. Oh, I will go up and down the country and back and forth across the country. I will go out west where the states are square. I will go to Boise and Helena, Albuquerque and the two Dakotas and all the unknown places. Say, brother, have you heard the roar of the fast express? Have you seen starlight on the rails? I can hear the whistle blowing High and lonesome as can be Outside the rain is softly falling Tonight it's falling just for me Looking back Along the road I've traveled All the miles could tell a million tales Each year is like some rolling freight train And cold as starlight on the rails I think about a wife and family A home and all the things it means the black smoke trailing out behind me Is like a string of broken dreams Looking back along the road I've traveled All the miles could tell a million tales Each year is like some rolling freight train And cold as starlight on the rail man who lives out on the highway Is like a clock that can't tell time A man who spends his life just rambling Is like a song without a rhyme Looking back along the road I've traveled All the miles could tell a million tales each year is like some rolling freight train And cold as starlight on the rails people ever worked on the railroad well my uncle my uncle dean had a job for one day 
on the railroad. He tried to farm around there in the Uinta Basin, make some extra money. He took a job down in Price, Utah, down in Carbon County, uh, breaking on the coal trains. Those were in the days when uh, you had the, your parlor shack, your Aaron Brakeman uh, would cl- would climb out of the crummy, the caboose, onto the uh, running boards and walk along the top of the train and when needed, tighten the brakes because they were top-locking brakes. They were mechanical brakes with a big wheel that stuck up above the boxcar. Many a time a train pulled into its uh, division missing its uh, rear-end brakeman because he'd been blown off into the gorge because of the wind or because of ice on the running boards. Well... There in Price, Utah, you want to take the coal trains up to Soldier Summit, which is the top of the mountain. You can do it one of three ways. Either you can go halfway up, pick up a helper engine, a little town called Helper, or you can cut the train in half and double the grade, take half up and then come back and get the other half, or you can just take a flying run at it and build up enough speed so you uh, can make it to the top. Well, that's what the hoghead tried to do. It's my, my uncle's first day on the job as a parlor shack. He took a flying run at that hill, headed for Soldier Summit, about three-quarters of the way up, and, and lost its purchase. Began to spin, shoot out sparks under those big driving wheels. Then it would get its purchase and lurch forward another 30 or 40 yards. Barely made it to the top. The hoghead, the engineer, the hoghead parked it, got down, mopping his brow with his bandana, walked back down the train, met my uncle walking back up, Engineer said, boy, I thought for sure we're going to run this train down to the bottom of the hill and stack it up. And my uncle said, I don't know what you were worried about. I set all the brakes before we started up. Here's another rare old tramp song. Now, you tell, you know who, you know who it is singing this one. My, 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 my. Listen up that rhythm train, boy. Boy, I bet all them hoboes are all set under them rods. E-Moly number one and all them cats. <laughs> yeah, man. All aboard. For Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. All aboard. Oh, boy, you can't ride this train. Oh, no, 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 no,
you, you, you ain't so bad after you all right with me, son. I think I will let you ride. <laughs> Louis Armstrong. Isn't that a wonderful find to stumble across a song like that? Everybody has forgotten about a, a great old tramp song. Alfonso. I remember Alfonso. Spokane, Washington. He lived down on the skids. Native American. Older fella. That was on East Bain. Alfonso had drunk some poisoned alcohol many years ago, and it destroyed his nervous system. He couldn't talk. He walked with a little shuffle, maybe six inches on every step. It took him a long time to get anywhere. He was cared for by Reverend Manuel Huffman, the old deliverance gospel mission down there. That was a storefront mission. It didn't turn anybody away. That was the glory of Reverend Huffman. It didn't turn anybody away. He cared for Alfonso like he was uh, the closest of his kin. Well, now, the law, the cops always knew when the welfare checks, the pension checks, whatever, VA, when the checks came in, and the, and the, the people living on the skids would go over to Tony's by the Vineyard Tavern, and Tony would cash the checks for you, because nobody had any ID. Of course, he'd take, hold out 10% uh, for himself. When the cops knew you had money, they would vag you off of the block. They would pick up, they were picking up people right and left, take you out to the detox center about five miles out of town, the detoxification center. Because if you had any money, they'd hold on to you a couple of days and charge you for it. Uh, I've known people who were taken out to the detox sometimes three times in one week until they finally didn't have any, any more money. Well, this is what happened to Alfonso. He... In order to get to the Deliverance Gospel Mission across the street from the flop where he stayed, he'd have to shuffle all the way to the corner, half a block, cross the street with the light and shuffle half a block up, taking an hour and a half to do that. So one day, he jaywalked uh, across the street. And, of course, the cops got him, took him out to detox. Well, they'd had enough of Alfonso out there. There wasn't anything they could do for him. So after the cops left, they told him to leave, and he did. Bright summer day, hot. He walked five miles back into town with that little shuffle along the road, out back of Pardino's fruit warehouse. That's where the heat stroke got him, and he passed away. Alfonso, that mission, well, I don't pretend to be a Christian. I, I don't get along with them for the most part, but here was a sanctified human being. Every Wednesday, some local musicians would get, to get, get together with Manuel Huffman. Reverend Huffman played the mandolin and sang in a high, whiskey tenor voice. He was an old man. But every Wednesday, they would play music there at the Deliverance uh, Gospel Mission. Here's a recording from that mission with Manuel Huffman singing the harmony. Wait a little longer. Here the labor is so hard And the workers are getting tired And the weary hearts are yearning for a rest And we find we're getting anxious To be in that happy land Where we will find such peace and happiness Wait a little longer, please Jesus there's yet so many wandering out in sin Just a little longer, please Jesus Just a few more days to get all loved ones in 
You may look into the sky And tears will fill your eyes For our burdened hearts grow weary with each day First we cry, oh Lord, please come And take your children home And then we look around and suddenly say Wait a little longer, please Jesus There's yet so many wandering out in sin Just a little longer, please Jesus Just a few more days to get all loved ones in scattered here and there but Lord we love them all and maybe we can't help them find the way then if waiting is the cause then we might not be lost and that's the only reason that we say wait a little longer please Jesus there's yet so many wandering out in Just a little longer, please, Jesus. Just a few more days to get all of one in. Just a few more days to get all of one That was Paul Kinderman, owned a local music store there in Spokane called The Sound Hole. He'd go over every Wednesday night and sing and play along with uh, Reverend Manuel Huffman. I mentioned the word vag, vagrancy. As a, that, I, I was vagged maybe 38 times that I can remember. And the way that it mostly happened was that uh, I'd, get, uh, I'd get popped getting off of a boxcar, off of a flat car. The, the railroad dicks, they'd, um, the cinder dicks, they'd walk me to the edge of their property, following me in their truck. Meanwhile, they had radioed ahead to the local police. So the minute I crossed over onto public property, then the, uh, the police would take me in. Sometimes I was thankful for that because I was hungry and I was very, very desperately cold. Um, sometimes I didn't care for it because I needed to be someplace and I wasn't able to make it on time. Joe Hill wrote about that. Joe Hill, the great songwriter, back about 1913, he wrote this song. You're going to hear it by an old couple up in northern Vermont, Fran and Florence DiLorenzo, Joe Hill's The Tramp. Hey, if you will duck the trap, I will tell you about the chap that was broken up against the Duke of He was not the kite to church, he was looking for hard work, but he heard the same old story everywhere. Tramp, 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 keep on tramping Nothing doing 
And he said, here is my chance, I'll surely try. And he kneeled upon the floor, did his knees got rather sore. But at each time he heard the preacher cry. Florence de Lorenzo in northern Vermont, they made that tape recording in their kitchen for their kids and for their grandkids so that they would know something about uh, what their lives had been. Let's contrast two views now of uh, the life of the traveling nation. One, the hardship, and the other, the happy, jolly hobo. Here's from right at the end of John Dos Passos, USA. And right after that, you're going to hear Hallelujah, My Bum Again, uh, sung by Al Jolson, another rare old recording. The transcontinental passenger thinks contracts, profits, vacation trips, mighty continent between Atlantic and Pacific, power, wires humming, dollars, cities jammed, hills empty, the Indian trail leading into the wagon trail, the macadam pike, the concrete skyway, trains, planes, history, the billion-dollar speed-up. The young man waits on the side of the road, the plane is gone. Thumb moves in a small arc when a car tears hissing past. His eyes seek the driver's eyes a hundred miles down the road. Head swims, belly tightens, wants crawl over his skin like ants. 
went to school. Books said opportunity. Ads promised speed. Own your own home. Shine bigger than your neighbor. The radio crooner whispered girls. Ghosts of platinum girls coaxed from the screen. Millions in winning were chalked up on the boards. In the offices, paychecks were for hands willing to work. The cleared desk of an executive with three telephones on it. Waits with swimming head. Needs not the belly. Idle hands numb beside the speeding traffic. A hundred miles down the road. The weather's getting fine. The coffee tastes like wine. You happy hobo sing. Hallelujah, I'm a bum again. Why work away for wealth When you can travel for your health It's spring, you hobo sing Hallelujah, I'm a bum again Your home is always near The moon's your chandelier Your ceiling is the sky Way up high the road is your estate the earth your little dinner plate it's spring you hobo sing hallelujah i'm a bomb again rockefeller's busy giving dough away chevrolet is busy making cars hobo you keep busy when they throw away Slightly you cigars Hobo, you've no time to shirk You're busy keeping far away from work The weather's getting fine The coffee tastes like wine You happy hobo sing Hallelujah, I'm a bum again why work away for wealth when you can travel for your health? It's spring, you hobo sing, hallelujah, I'm a bum again. Your home is always near, the moon's your chandelier, your ceiling is the sky, way up high. The road is your estate, the earth your little dinner plate. It's bring you hobo sing, hallelujah, I'm a bomb again. Oh, yeah, Al Jolson. <laughs> That's a really alienated version of that when you, at least when I think about it, when I think about uh, living in the traveling nation. We give you a poem here, and then a song as we race toward the finish line. I wrote this poem on the skids there in Spokane while I was working trying to develop a downtown neighborhood center. Poem called "What We Need," and then we'll listen to Bob Bovey, uh, uh, that marvelous cut flat voice, rodeo hand, or great on the freight trains. He wrote a song called "Skid Row," and we'll check out on that poem. What we need, everyone needs a nice place to live in and good food to eat that's not too expensive, and clean clothes with no holes or patches, a doctor to call, an old friend to visit, a way to get places, parties, and music, 
a street to walk safely and benches to sit on with shade in the summer and warm, friendly places to be in the winter. Some work to do that's useful to others and doesn't get boring. People to come to for all kinds of answers and somebody checking so no one's forgotten. Money to spend that's given and taken without feeling guilty. Love without pity, pride without anger. Everyone knows what everyone needs, but programs, laws, city councils, commissions, agencies, bureaus can't give it to us. All of us need the best in each other. And if we can find it, and if we can give it, the rest will soon follow. If we all stick together, we'll get what we need. Old Denver Dan was a traveling man. He worked hard for his money and saved a little in a sock. So when the jobs were few, he'd make his savings due. Lived on beans and coffee and never had a thing to hog. Well, he tore down the hotel where Dan used to dwell. Pawn shop next door and it's progress they say And the greasy spoon down the street Where Dan used to eat Has now been replaced by a high-class cafe Well, it's a low-blow hobo When they tear down your old skid row You're on the street in your walking shoes when a man's got nothing to his name It seems to me just the same He sure has got an awful lot to lose Now wherever a man goes Down all the old skid rows There's stainless steel and plastic Replacing the old bricks and stones Somebody's pockets are getting lined but the rich folks, they don't mind Cause everybody knows a man's only worth As much as what he owns Now to the migrant working man With his suitcase in his hand And to the hobo and the wino And the old pensioners all alone I'm real sorry to have to fade that one out. I'll play that whole thing for you one of these days. We just run out of time. But I think you get the point. This has been Utah Phillips, the golden voice of the great Southwest. You've been listening to Loafer's Glory, Tapper Light. Again from Bart Kennedy, the tramp philosopher, 1890. Along over far-stretching roads, ever they are moving, going north, south, east, or west, moving along in the air and sunshine, moving along in the wind and the rain, caring for nothing but freedom to come and go, too wise to live in dark, foul-aired towns, too wise to hurry and to bustle, going slowly along, the slaves of no man. Freedom for them is more than life. They care not for tomorrow, for tomorrow is not yet come. They care neither for fame, nor gold, nor titles, nor opinions. They wish but to wander. ¶¶ 